How's it going, everyone? Welcome to You Look Good, a podcast where we laugh and have a deep conversation while we lift each other up. Today, I'm joined with Miranda. She is my best friend and has consistently been through it all. I think this is a highly anticipated episode. (laughs) Miranda, welcome to my podcast. I'm excited to be here. Okay, let's get a really quick icebreaker. Um, before we start, we're going to play on a scale from 1 to 10. Okay, let's do it. Okay, on a scale from 1 to 10, pineapple pizza. Absolutely, 100%. I'm well, one of those I, girlies. I said oh. on a scale from <laughs> 1 to 10. So 10 being yes. Right. <laughs> so 10. Okay, great. You said 100%. 100% pineapple pizza. Okay, on a scale from 1 to 10, sneaker game. Sneaker game? You know uh, I have some sneakers. So I would say I'm like uh okay. I would say so, I, have, I have like a seven point five eight. Okay. Yeah. On a scale from one to ten, being seventeen again. Ooh. <laughs> I think we had some fun when we were seventeen, but I would say I'll give it like a five. Okay. I'll give it a five. On a scale from one to ten, mm-hmm. cardio. Hmm. I would say six. 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 You're like, six. I haven't ran on the track in like a long time. So. You're like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> on a scale from one to ten, bartending. Oh, stop it. You know, I love a good bar. But, I mean, you mm-hmm. you were a server and then you mm-hmm. were a bartender. So, how does that, like... I mean, it's something I, it's something I think I will consistently always do, even if I do have my whole career again. So, mm-hmm. it's just fun for me. So, I'll, I'll give it... Well, it has its days, but I'll give it a nine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On a scale from one to ten, moving. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Zero? <laughs> no, not, not even a one? No, three. Okay. <laughs> Maybe two. 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 <laughs> one and a half. Okay. Well, on that note, <laughs> talk to me about moving to Atlanta without a certain, certain say-so's name. <laughs> uh, wow, you just want to jump right in. I did. You it's a remember. but it's a little icebreaker before before the nitty-gritty. Before the nitty-gritty. Well, so I mean that's a an experience within itself because there's a lot of factors that went along with that. Um if we're talking just that like moving out of state was a little emotional, um for sure a little bit because I had never left home before, so this was my first time like really leaving all my friends and family. So and somewhere that's like not that close. Um, so that was a adjustment. Um, and then two, just being somewhere where you've never been before. And it's especially when you come from somewhere like Austin and you have everything that you could ever want to do, whether it's going to the lake, going to the bars, um, hikes. Uh, what else? I mean, there's like everything to do in Austin. So to go to where I specifically moved in Georgia, where there was not a lot to do, uh, definitely wasn't the easiest transition, obviously. 
hence part of why I'm back. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was hard. Um, I think if I had moved somewhere that was a little more similar to Austin, maybe it wouldn't have been so bad, but it wasn't an easy adjustment, that's for sure. You did that rather quickly. Granted, you haven't had dated anybody other than your first boyfriend. What is your take on that? Well, um, I guess to give everyone a, like a backstory as to why I moved to Georgia, because not everyone knows. This is why this <laughs> question is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's a whole thing. Um, yeah, I got out of a long-term relationship and was single for not too long. Um, I think I was single for maybe about five or six months, something like that. Sorry if you guys hear Ollie's little footprints. <laughs> so yeah, so, um, and then I met my most recent ex. Uh, fiance. Okay, so ex. yeah, my yeah, ex-fiance. Uh, met him shortly after I got out of my long-term relationship. Um, and so we met out of state in Florida Music Festival, actually. And one of those things where we just kicked it off really well, really fast. And everything felt kind of like, I would describe it like it just felt like a fairy tale, I guess, mm -hmm. is what I did describe to people at first when I was going through all that with him. Um, but yeah, so we moved really fast. Um, everything felt really perfect. And so that's when I made the decision to move to Georgia because that's where he was living at the, at the time. So I made the decision to, yes, leave all my friends, leave all my family uh, for this person because I was truly convinced that this was something that was going to work out. So, yeah, did that. Shortly after I moved there, we did get engaged. And so we were engaged for, what, let's see. We were April, May, June, July. Five months? Is how long that lasted. But of course, obviously things didn't work out the way I thought they were. Um, I just found out a lot of things that he told me that were a lie, um, which is probably why you should know someone before you make rash decisions like that, especially mm -hmm. something that big. Um, but yeah, it turns out everything that he told me was basically a lie. Um, so I had to make the tough decision to get out of that relationship. And um, <clears throat> yeah, so then I had to make the decision to leave that relationship and come back home, which for me coming back home, I mean, of course, thank God I had my family and my friends because they were my rock and they really, really helped me get back on my feet. But um, still coming back home, I mean, I had nothing. I had no job to come back home to. I had no car. I had no apartment. Like I had nowhere to live. Like I came back to nothing essentially and just had to figure it out and figure it out as fast as I could. So yeah. What was the question again? <laughs> I forgot. Exactly. Once you told me you didn't know what your identity was, do you think it was because of your past relationship? Like, why did you, just tell me about that pretty much. How did you feel about, yeah. How did you feel about not knowing who you were? Well, I would say, I think at the time that you had asked me that question, um, I think that was like 
a time when, yeah, I had just gotten out of a, a long-term relationship. And so, and the time period of when that relationship happened, you know, like that's, we were young. So that's the years where you kind of explore the most and like find out who you are um, through those like major key developmental stages from like upper high school until your mid twenties. I think that's where a lot of people find themselves uh, the most which for me, I was in a relationship for most of those years. So I think just like getting out of that fresh, um, you know, you're- You did it kind of backwards. Right, like you, yeah, I, the whole time we were, you know, high school, college, like all of those years, I was in a really serious relationship. So I never mm -hmm. really had the time to learn what I want for me. Cause I was very, well, everything I do, is around this relationship or involves this relationship. So I never really had the chance to go out and be like, okay, who am I? What do I want for me? Or do I want this because I want this for my relationship or whatever it may be. Right. Um, so I didn't really have that, that time to figure out what I wanted for me solely because it's what I wanted um, up until like, I don't know, at this point, maybe two years ago or whatever, whenever I, Whenever got out of yeah. my serious relationship. That's when I finally had the time to be like, okay, I live by myself. I don't have any respons like responsibility for another person. So this is finally the time where I get to do what I want to do, how I want to do it, and figure out for myself. So now that I have actually had to have that time period in my life to figure the things out that I needed to figure out, um, now I think my answer would be different from when you first asked me that now I know exactly what I want and what I won't settle for uh, whether it's in a relationship or friendships or even like family life like whatever it may be whatever walls I need to put up or boundaries I need to make with people I'm a lot better at that now because I used to just kind of let people walk all over me or say what they want to say because I'm not a confrontational person so I'm I just kind of have let anything go and mm -hmm. I haven't fought back on it. But yeah, no, I think I'm a lot stronger now um, of a person when it comes to setting my, like setting my foot down and like being like, this is what I want for me. No one can take that anymore. So yeah, I would say it definitely took that time to be single and be alone to understand what I needed for myself and right. exactly yeah. stuff like that. When do you think uh, you and I solidified our relationship? Mm, I think it happened when we worked at Dark Tan together. Okay. <laughs> you think that was it? I think like when we like when we were like because that was the summer right was... after. Well, we were definitely no. Because what we became friends I think, junior like, year. Can I tell you? Yeah. I think that the um, your. There was this car that you had. I don't know if it was the Explorer. The minivan? No, it was because I never went in the minivan. Oh, okay. Because like, you got the Explorer right yeah. after. Yeah, yeah. It was the Explorer, and then I went to your house and I saw your like little sand room. <laughs> I was like, okay, like I'm going into your room. Like I do we, remember. Yeah. Those, yeah. Right? Came, it was like yeah. a quote unquote like 
I remember that. And we took a little picture on the floor. Yeah. And I still have that picture, by the way. Well, I think that's for me uh -huh. on my side. I think that's when I was like, okay, like, and I met your mom. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was in your house. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like. When was that? How did that, that was, senior I have senior year? I mean, yeah. Yeah. It was senior year. Yeah. I definitely think we, because we started becoming friends junior year. Yeah. And then senior Well, but like, year, it was like a slowly, yeah. a slowly junior mm -hmm. year, because mm -hmm. I had just moved to Aikens. Yeah. Because I had been at Austin and Travis and Crockett. You were all over yeah, the place. Yeah, I was all over the place. <laughs> and I just, I had just moved to yeah. Aikens on in junior year so that's when yeah. i just moved back i think because yeah once we because we i remember us being in the hallway at aikens and i think you had got on the callback that you had gotten the job or dark tan or something mm -hmm. we both applied to a tanning salon to work together mm -hmm. and oh yeah yeah okay. and you had got so that's the job. what you picture yeah yeah and then shortly after i think they called me and then i got the job too mm -hmm. so we, i just remember we like celebrated like oh my god we're we gonna work got, together we both got the job yeah. yeah and then that summer right after high school we worked together at the yeah. salon and then that's when it was just like a okay i'm working with my messy i don't know it was one of those things okay. that was fun but i would say that and so that was all it's almost been 10 years now I mean, which yeah, is crazy but crazy to think about it's just that that was just like a good question um i wanted to ask because <laughs> i mean we both might have like a different interpretation yeah. of it but i that's what i felt with with just coming over to your house uh -huh. and just like looking around and meeting your mom mm -hmm. and seeing your room like with the sand and stuff <laughs> that that's just like my that's like my like Vision. thing that i'm like but i still yeah like dark tan, like yeah, that, that was, was our so that was our that was our thing. <laughs> um, speaking of that, I also want to talk about our Instagram aesthetic. <laughs> okay, for anyone who doesn't know, we're like little Insta baddies, <laughs> not Insta Go baddies, but Insta. well, my Instagram got hacked, but oh, <laughs> no, I'm gonna start you over. I know. Okay, no, so we started you, this oh, thing. Sorry, wait. We, okay. that, that, but there's the question of the differences. Okay. So, yes, go on with, we started this thing. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. So we started this thing. God, how many, like, when did we start this? It probably was, it was, like, shortly after high school, too. So, like, maybe 2016 or 2017. I don't know. But we started this thing where we really, really cared about our Instagram aesthetic and we had to do anything to get like the most aesthetic picture or whatever to go along with our whole feed. And me, me and Alyssa, did you listen to the um, Alyssa I podcast? It. She, she talked about like my aesthetic. Yeah. So like she, like. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> we know. Everyone we, knows. Like, we're like very particular <laughs> yeah. about our own uh, vibes. And so, yeah, so we started this thing and then we just haven't, it just haven't stopped ever since. Like, mm -hmm. it's just been like a, and like over the years, I think our aesthetics have changed a little bit. Like when I first started mine, I liked 
to have everything like neon and bright and colorful and now i'm like on a, on a tropical vibe or whatever like blues and greens but no we started this thing so long ago and just haven't stopped and we can't stop mm -hmm. can't stop won't stop this can't is, stop won't stop this is our identity it is like we are instagram i'm taking now. my instagram to my grave with me. <laughs> send it <laughs> That shit, bury me with a screenshot on my Instagram. Please. <laughs> if you don't, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> but yeah, no. And now that we started it, it's just a forever thing. And we won't stop. Okay, so how do you think our aesthetics are different? Um. Yeah, I'm definitely kind of a little more on like the moody tropical vibe right now. Um, but that's also because the only pictures I have right now are all from Bali, and that's it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Talk about Bali. You went to Bali? <laughs> oh. Madness. Oh, yeah. yeah, I just went to Bali. It's oh, yeah, she just went to Bali. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's my aesthetic is very beachy and moody. And that yours is, like, yours still very bright white, clean. Mm -hmm. I think you're on a really clean aesthetic right now where it's, Oh my God, I love that. Clean. Thank you. That's because that's the, literally what I. That's what you would say. That's yeah. That's what I would say. I mean, I didn't have anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I just know you, sis. Yeah. <laughs> I just know you, girly. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm curious to ask, why are your walls so built up? <laughs> We have to transition to that somehow. Okay. No. First of all, why? This is the walls. I mean, we I mean, did wa we did walls on an Instagram. Wait, what? Like walls, like the back, the back walls on our Instagrams. We always look for walls. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that the question? No. <laughs> you said you said uh, that was not a good transition, but oh. I'm like. We're talking about Instagram, oh, okay. and then we did, have a whole we did a, like we had a, like a little walls moment. <laughs> so I'm like, I was gonna go to why are your walls so built up? <laughs> I see now. Okay, okay, okay. Where does um, where does that come from? My walls being so built up. Um, because you're think... not an only child. No, not you have a brother. Mm -hmm. And I know that, like, sometimes, like, only childs get that rep where mm -hmm. it's, like, they can't confide in anybody. Mm -hmm. And because I'm an only child. Mm -hmm. So I kind of understand that, but you're not mm -hmm. an only child. So where does that, where do you think that comes from? Good question. Um, I think that, I don't know where along the lines it ever came from, but I'm sure it's, like, something from my childhood. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love my family and i have a really close family mm -hmm. but i think growing up we we just weren't a household where we communicated i guess like okay. we so communication yeah. yeah so we just kind of always just let it did our own thing mm -hmm. i guess so i don't know i just don't think i was in an environment where it was like a open like you say your feelings and you tell like you just put it out there um I don't, I just wasn't raised like that, I guess. So for me, I guess it just continued to translate um, into like friendships and the rest of my life. So I'm a very like, 
guarded person and I don't like to talk about my feelings with anyone. I just keep everything to myself, which I've always been like that. And I've really, but it really builds tried. Up. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it does get to the point where it builds up so much and then you just kind of crumble and like it all hits you like a ton of bricks and you just have a whole meltdown. Um, yeah. So this stuff, especially this last year after like moving back, I've tried to be a lot better about that. Um, and I definitely was at first because I came back an emotional like mess. Like I was such a hot mess. Um, but yeah, I think I've tried a lot to be better about that. But for me, it's just like, I've always rather just dealt with things with myself, by myself. And then eventually I'm just like, okay, I'm over it. I don't care anymore. Which is not the healthiest way to cope I'm with like, things. Yeah. <laughs> it's not healthy. I'm not saying that, but it's just how I've always been and what I've always known. You're just, yeah. Yeah. You, so it's like, you I've feel never, good. Like, yeah. Do you feel good about doing that? No. Do you know? I do know that I okay. do. Okay. <laughs> do you know? No, I do know that it's not healthy. And like, that, that's something that needs to be changed. Like, confine in the friends that you know you can confide in and whatever um so i'm trying and i've tried and i think i've gotten better ish for the most part i mean everyone has work they can do to be better um but i think for sure this last year i mean we've had some tough conversations since we yeah. back um that do you we, know that you can come to me for anything well of course okay we like I mean, we've picked each other up quite a few times. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, if you cool. don't have anybody, yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, so that's probably why I'm like that. Okay. Do you love my new obsession with kicks? With kicks? What's kicks? Kicks. Oh, your shoes. Yeah, my shoe game. Yeah, your shoe game. A little bit. Your shoe game is coming. Kind you're, of, yeah. No, you're picking it up for sure, and I'm I'm proud of you. I'm I really want those. I know those blue ones. They're good. They're good. They're good. But sis. guess who's not gonna fit in them? <laughs> you. <laughs> you have a smaller foot, <laughs> and yes. I'm not gonna fit in them. <laughs> I love that you're getting shoe games. Those are where did so you, good. Where little, where did it come from for you? Like fine. I think you. Oh, literally. Yes. Literally, okay. I think that's why that's why my that's a, my question. <laughs> those those blue kicks, yeah. mm -hmm. I think that's what it started from, because they were so good. They were so good. I and was I, like, I, I need, I need this, I need this. Shoe. I spent so much money on those shoes, and waited so long for them to come in. And oh like, my God. it's like because obviously, like shoe culture is like you have these nice shoes and then you keep them in a box so you never wear them because yeah. you can't ruin them well because and, it's uh, like, what? and that's what okay so that's what i told you about the air forces yeah. I, she you were like don't wear them to work yeah. and guess what i did wear them to work the every next day. day every day <laughs> every day and i still wear them <laughs> they're dirty now by oh, the i way. know yeah if you're wearing them to work yeah because i'm like i'll air just force, buy newer ones air force ones keep them white in that's what I was telling you. I've never Clean. had, I've never had Air Forces. So that's why I was like, it's like a new thing for me. It's, so yeah. I'm like, I want to wear them. I want to wear them. I, I want to wear them. I literally would wear my Air Forces and I would bring them home and then I would clean them. Every day I got oh home to keep God. them white. I was like, no, these have to be 
white. Well, now I need to clean them. <laughs> no, we need to buy a new pair now. <laughs> okay. So, how's my vibe with my podcast so far? I love it, actually. Like, we're in his little studio, is what I would call it. And it's cute. Like, there's the mats, there's the books, there's the pink. Like, the lighting is moody. It's just a vibe. Like, we're at this little round Like, that's what I'm, table. like, asking, like, what what do you think is my it's, I mean, pink, it's, obviously. It's giving me... Um, um, what did I just forget? Elle Woods. But what's the movie? <gasps> Why did I legally think? Blonde. There we go. Thank you. It's giving me Legally Blonde vibes. <laughs> That's like my favorite movie. Almost my favorite movie. My second favorite movie. But Mean Girls is yeah, my favorite movie. Thank you. Easy A is like your second favorite. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. You know me so well. This is my bestie, guys. Okay. So... This is gonna be a little bit dark, but um, we can cut this out if you need it. So I'm actually okay with saying this out loud, but I did get raped on your birthday. This is why I continue to say that you have been there for me like through thick and thin. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that everything was okay on your mm -hmm. side. I know August is coming up. Mm -hmm. I mean, not necessarily mm -hmm. close, but mm -hmm. do you think that's going to affect anything on your side? So, I mean, yes. So, obviously, it's gonna, yeah, yeah, it's going to be hard. Yeah. But I'm like, obviously, like, you know. Yeah. But we could talk about that on New Year's end too, um, a little to get it from your perspective as well, because obviously this would happen to you. Um, and a little background on the story i don't know if you want to go into it you can go said. That's um but yeah no i was it was my birthday and i know like you did get a call saying you needed help and you needed to come pick me up, or i needed or you needed me to come pick you up or whatever and it was a whole thing and at first i was definitely annoyed and upset because i had to go you, out of your way yeah out of my way um but of course i could hear that something was wrong i didn't know at the at the time what had happened and so i did come try to find you and couldn't find you because your phone was dead and whatever so I, I came looking couldn't find you and so i just went back home and i remember we had a conversation the next day because i told abraham i was like look that was I was annoyed and frustrated because I had to go out of my way and do all like a bunch of stuff to try to find you and couldn't find you and As you should. Like, whatever. Um, but then of course that's when I found out what actually happened. And so then it's just like a fuck, like a spiral of like, oh my god, like I'm so sorry, like this, this and that. Um but yeah, so I think I mean of course I of course like I wish this never happened to you in general, like at all, um, especially not on my birthday. But I um, think I think it's yeah. gonna affect you way like a lot, lot, lot more than it actually affects me. It does just make me sad for you because I know how, like what you've been going through and how traumatizing this has been for you and how hard it's been just to, like get through this. 
And so it hurts me because I see like how much you've been hurt this past year. And so I just hope that it just gets I just better and better want, and easier and easier for I you. I want like, I just don't want it to make like, mm-hmm. I don't want to make it about me. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, like I, mm-hmm. whatever you want to do on your birthday, like mm-hmm. I, I want to be there for you. But mm-hmm. it's just like, the question is like, what, like how, mm-hmm. how do you feel like about it being on your mm-hmm. birthday? That's like I've been dying to ask you. <laughs> well, I mean, luckily, well, you know, I'm not really like a birthday person, and like to begin with, like I'm not like a, I want to make all these plans for my birthday. I've never been like that. So luckily, it's not like a. I want to do all these big things on my birthday because I'm just not that type of person to begin with. I'd rather actually like not celebrate my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, like this year, you're you're not just like in general. Like if I do anything, well, like this year, are you doing anything? Not that I know of. <laughs> As of right now, I don't have anything planned. <laughs> <laughs> Might go on a trip, but probably not. Um, like on my actual birthday, I don't know. Um, because my apartment lease is up literally the day before too so there's just like a lot going on yeah like moving and Mm -hmm. whatever so yeah probably not but yeah just in general i'm not like a big celebrate my birthday type of person yeah because i'm not i'm not like a like yes we all know i'm a loud and crazy fun person but when it comes to my birthday i actually like don't like to be the center of attention so yeah i don't know what do you think um i don't know i just want to i obviously like want to be there for you like 100 mm-hmm. percent because i'm i'm a birthday person mm-hmm. and like i just want to i don't want it to be like a thing mm-hmm. but in the back of my head i'm like gonna it is gonna thing. be sad yeah, it's, yeah. Gonna be a thing. it's gonna be sad like i'm just gonna be sad but yeah. i like i don't want to be sad yeah. i want to like be there mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. because like you're my best friend yeah. and i like i want to like celebrate you yeah. and be there for your birthday yeah. but i like it's gonna be the first year yeah That's so saying, like, we'll figure yeah. it out yeah and obviously like you're very good at communicating so mm-hmm. If it does get to that point, yeah. then we'll talk about it. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, I would say each like let like you let yourself deal with the emotions that you need to deal with because it's better to do it mm-hmm. now than try to push it off or whatever. So whatever emotions overcome you that day, I would say it's just it's so crazy important. that it's on. I know, literally on your birthday. I know. Like, it. I have the timestamp, but I'm like, uh, <laughs> why? Yeah. No. Why did it have to be on? I know. But I mean, there's nothing you can do to change it. It's just we deal with it and then we do the steps that we need to do to overcome it and be better. Be better than what happened to you, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, see we'll find out this year. <laughs> and on that note guys thank you so much for tuning in uh this is a conversation with me and my best friend miranda (laughs) (laughs) tune in next episode on you look good thank you so much for listening my name is abraham alvarado and you look good bye